When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. That's me. I'm still here. Hey, I'm still here. You're still here. You're still yeah. my guest. I, after. Have, I have agreed to come on the show yet again. I do appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for, for mm-hmm. carving uh, some time out of what I know is your very busy schedule. I, I am busy, Ben. You've got a lot going on all the time, it There's seems no like. Doubt. There's no Do you know that this... <laughs> This morning, uh, it's picture day for Luke, and so I was trying to get him dressed for school, and we have like you know like new clothes for him to wear and stuff. And I was like already completely fully dressed, and he was like he wanted to wear these like jeans, but he's like I was like no, you can wear jeans like these. I have jeans like these. I was wearing them yesterday. He's like, but you're not wearing them now. And then uh, I proceeded to like because it was like eight fifty five, and Luke needed to be you know waiting in line at in the car to get in the school, you know. Five minutes ago. Oh, geez. <laughs> you know, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. We gotta go. So I'm like, all right, all right. And like, I, I proceeded to go change my entire outfit so that I was wearing clothes similar to what he was wearing so that he would feel more comfortable putting the clothes on. Oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious. Like, this is the kind of busy things that happen in my house in the mornings. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's a big one. That's a big one. And yeah. it's like, these are things that I feel like when you, when you become a parent, it's very hard to predict how these types of things might go. Yeah. Like I, I think you can probably anticipate all the classics, like, you know, diapers and coloring on the walls and the inevitable, like, you know, cuts and scrapes and bruises and sicknesses mm-hmm. and stuff. But picture day needing to change clothes yeah. in order to better coordinate with your child. So yeah. they feel more comfortable in their own skin is one uh, that I have to tell you. Yeah. Is, uh, you didn't see a, that one coming. I did yeah. not necessarily, I couldn't have predicted it on yeah. the onset. Yeah. Um, but here, surprising. but here we are. Do you think that school pictures like growing up, I remember school pictures were like really, it felt like, and maybe this is like one of those things where like even Luke will perceive them as like a particularly like big deal but like picture day always felt like a big day yeah you know like this is like important and in so many ways it's like it it's how i would have gone back and sort of like shown like mom and dad when we were growing up on the fridge uh they would get like the little wallet sized photos and they would have like you and me and tyler and as we would go through like each year they would get like a new like a little acrylic magnet thing yep put like the new picture up and so like at all times you could sort of see yeah this like is our entire progression like a little timeline yeah like a little timeline which yep. was really kind of like fun and cool and it was like as as far as i knew and and obviously this isn't this wasn't even really truly the case for us because our dad was like you know johnny video camera and yeah. like basically was documenting like he was all the lo- stuff I, I i do not feel like anybody has ever given dad the proper credit for the fact that he was vlogging in 1994. Yeah. Like, like effectively, effectively. Like, yeah, like he was, he was literally like, like shooting things with the intention of editing it together with the intention of having like a finished product that sort of told the story of something. Yeah. Um, which is really remarkable. And I'm just proud of you, dad. Shout out. Um, but on the whole, I still felt like picture day photos were these, like just, they were such significant markers of who you were every year of your life. Yeah. You know, it's like you can, you can watch yourself grow through these stages of like, like losing teeth or like, right. like your hair growing your hair out. grew out. Yeah. Like you grew six inches this year. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. You know, so it's like, there's, there's like all of these like, like touchstones you can kind of go back to or, or even like little things like what was like the fashion like or whatever, which I feel like we talk about all the time now. All of yeah. a sudden we're kind of like a, like a quasi fashion. Yeah. We basically probably should relist ourselves as a fashion podcast. I think so. I think, I think so. we are presently listed as an after show show. We like, are yeah. like, you know, up there with like bachelor recap or 
Survivor recap stuff. Yeah. Which is always really funny because if you go and look on the charts for where like like four TV after show <laughs> shows, it's like all it's everything else is literally an actual after show show. And then there's popcorn culture. There's you and me smiling up and it's like, what show do they talk about? And it's like, no, nah, they don't. They don't no, really it's talk not, about They just didn't have a category for us. So this was like the sort of best fit, but clear, clearly we should just be in fashion slash tangential stories slash camping slash parenting. I don't know why that doesn't exist. I know. It's yeah. really unusual. It's real. I mean, that's the, it, this, this happens all the time with the particular career that we're in. I'm going to come back to picture day but this happens all the time in the particular career that we're in like even even doing like taxes as a business you know it's like you'll be like like filling out your forms or whatever and it's like what type of industry are you in it's like are you an accountant are you a construction worker and i'm like wouldn't that be simple yeah like you wouldn't, know like i like, can like just the, check this box yeah the box literally says exactly what i tell people like you know youtuber is not a box yeah like you know it's like it's like are you in the media it's like i'm not really in the media you know you like know. I, what we do is it's like are you marketing and it's like we're not really like, marketing not, you know but like we have to do a lot of marketing marketing we, we, but i don't like do marketing for other companies and it's like it's more like a vital part of what we do then like who's your client then it's like, like, and, and what do they pay you it's like well they don't really pay us anything like we post videos on youtube but we don't work for youtube and we make our yeah yeah that's another one yeah because yeah. that it's like oh you work for youtube and it's like, like no, no no that's not it either <laughs> it's 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 like we have our own company <laughs> <laughs> yeah none of it no it's like it it's funny to be in like an industry that that like you're ahead of the available proper tax code yeah you know for for this particular thing. This is what's going to happen is eventually like 30 years from now that like the IRS is going to be like, okay, well, um, maybe we should list like influencer or something on here. They will not do it until it's like already like ceased to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they'll eventually catch up and then everyone will have like, people will go to check that box and everyone's going to have like, um, imposter syndrome and they'll just be like, well, I mean, I don't know if I'm actually influential, though. You know, like, uh, <laughs> what, what, what like, does it mean to uh, influence? Like, I make videos online, but like, do people watch? I don't, mm, mm, this feels like a lot. It feels like I'm putting on paper with the government that I'm an influential person, and I don't feel like that's true. I know, yeah. I know. I, I, when it comes to stuff like this, I just want it to be someone else's responsibility to like come in, assess my situation, and be like, I have decided forever and for always with the stamp of approval from the internal revenue service that you are this. Boom. Rubber stamp done. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, good. D- Janet told me that this is what we are, and Janet can't, Janet! Possi- can't possibly be wrong. It's like, it, it, oh, man, with, with all these things. I'm sure that... Do other countries have to file their own taxes? No! Or is it just us? It's... it's oh, Ben... Ben, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Other countries just send, basically just send you a bill and it's like, here's your taxes. And you're like, oh, okay, here's the money. You're welcome, government. And here they're like, why don't you figure it all out? And we'll tell you if you were right. And if you're not, trouble. <laughs> trouble, like like big trouble. Like, like guess what? You're going to owe us more money. And it's like, but, but, but you know I'm wrong. Because you know the amount. Yeah. So why don't you just tell me the amount and then I'm happy I'll just, to- I don't mind paying the taxes. I just want it to be easy, man. Yeah, that's so true. It's like, it's really when it comes down to taxes for me, it's like, it's not the paying of them that bothers me. It's like, I, yeah. I, I understand right. completely like, I, like why we need society. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like, like, we have roads, we have government <laughs> services. Like these things exist. I know they're there. I've relied on them before. Like, you know, every day of my life, I rely on these things. And it's like, this is, that is all good and fine. What scares me is the fear of just like doing it in correctly i know um and i have absolutely no idea we, we, we've talked about this before but like our mom being like a cpa i don't know if it's like one of these things where like most people just don't fear it as much as i do or or maybe they do um but it's just like i i feel like i'm just like under a spotlight all the time I, like as if it's even worse if we get it wrong i feel i feel like everyone's just guessing is my is my basic take on it and like 
everyone at some point has like figured out what the the steps they need to take each year to make sure that they are like safe. Like we were driving past, uh, I we were driving like way out, uh, uh, like like Vinton one day. I think we were driving to go see like our our brother. Uh, me and Beth were, and she just pointed at some like tiny little like little shack building. I think it was like part of like a like a, a former shopping center or something. And he's like, that's where my dad takes uh, his taxes to get done. And I was like, right there. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> like that place. <laughs> and, like I was just like, it just looks so tiny and so like 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 it's just been I don't know. Like it doesn't it doesn't look like this big enterprising place or something. I was sure. Like, I was like, I wonder how he landed on that. But I can tell you, I I don't I don't I don't I don't even have to ask. Here's how. Once upon a time, he took them there and everything was okay. And it was like. Okay, this I'm is, sold. This is what I will do. I will do it for the rest of my life. Right? If I moved to California, I'd still take it to this spot. Oh my goodness! Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. well, that's, that's well, that's I mean, yeah. it's out of state. It's probably a different situation or something. But I'm sure they can handle it. Yeah, they've been there for a long time. People in Vinton, Virginia, are familiar with California state tax law. I'm not even sure people in California are familiar with California state tax law. I'm, I'm very, uh, yeah. There's, uh, that's, yeah. Okay. Anyway, picture day. Picture day. Let's talk about that for. Let's talk about that. Okay. Do you remember there was there was something that happened when we were kids, and I always thought this was like one of the funniest things ever. And I to this day I actually don't even know if it was intentional when it first happened or if it was like a happy accident mm-hmm. that then we took the ball and ran with. Okay. But I think it was I want to say it was like second or third grade, possibly probably somewhere in that in that zip code. Yes, I know exactly and, what you're gonna say. Yeah, and so there was there was like your of course like this was the other kind of fun thing about it is that like you you obviously you had lived longer than Tyler and I had, and so you had more pictures on the fridge because yeah. mom and dad loved you more. And <laughs> I'm just kidding, because you lived longer. Because I had more pictures. Because <laughs> you lived longer. Yeah. Show off. Yeah. Golden boy. Still lived longer. That's true. I'll catch you one of these days. <laughs> that would be really sad. That would be extremely sad. I yeah. Would I, you do, I do not. I do not want to. I don't want to <laughs> catch you. Um, no. Where am I going with this though? So anyway, uh, you you took your photo, and then when it when I got to second or third grade, I had like your hand me downs, and as a result, it just happened to be the case that on picture day, mom must have been like, "Hey, you know what? Shirt's really great for picture day. This one." And and on the in the same year, we both had the same color backdrop, which was green. Green. And we wore <coughs> the same shirt. And yeah. so it ended up being this thing that, like, you know, Jay's third grade picture, my third grade picture, same t-shirt, uh, or same like whatever, like button-down shirt or whatever. Yeah. And then as a result, when Ty- by the time Tyler got there, it was this doing point, it on purpose. A- absolutely on purpose. But yeah. he also wore the same shirt yeah. to picture day in mm. third grade. And so now we have this like, you know, it's just so fun to see like how we're literally wearing the same piece of fabric. Yeah. How like how like same and different we are inside of this like space of our third grade years. Yeah, that's kind of funny. It is kind of funny. Yep. So and but the other thing that's always interesting about it to me as well is that now uh, as we've gotten older, it's kind of been fun and interesting to see like how all of our friends and stuff now have kids who are going to school and have like have had years of picture day. And so like today, Luke is making a picture that like in a couple of weeks when you guys get them, it will be like such like a momentous and like cool thing. Yeah. But in in what I'm sure will feel like such a brief period of time, you'll be looking back on these photos and be like, oh, remember when? Yeah. Yeah. We have one of his school pictures from last year and I like I absolutely love it. It's just like on our fridge. Um and nice. yeah, so then Nick and Nate got their first round of school pictures this year as well, earlier this week. And they actually did a cool thing where the preschool, like if they um if your if you have multiple kids there then they will like you know uh, years apart or whatever then they'll go get the siblings and also take like a group photo of them as no well no way that's yeah. really that's super special yeah so we cashed in on that big because of course we have nick and nate who are in the same year and then they went and got luke from upstairs and brought him down so i'm very excited to see what they're like uh what the picture of the three of them looks like. Cause like, this was one of those things we told Luke about and he was just like, I don't want to go take a picture with them. And it was like, you just, I feel like, I feel like if we just hadn't even told him and they were just like, Luke, guess what? You get to go take a picture. He'd have been like, 
What? Me. So I am hoping he cooperated at school with the picture. And it's it's such a weird thing um because like they like he, he, he will just be sitting like at the table or just like completely unprompted and he'll just say like I just love school or like he'll ask if he has to go the next day and like I'm so trained to be like yeah you have to go the next day and it'll be like Yes, you do have to go to school tomorrow. And he'd be like, Yes, I love school. And it's like he he like you can tell he's excited and he really enjoys going, but then like also in the morning, the act of like getting ready to go is still like a, I don't want to get ready to go. I want to be there. I don't want to have to get ready to go. Oh, like, interesting. Yeah. I, w- I wonder if we're just like what what is like the Pavlov's like, you know, dogs, like sort of yeah. like the bell and the food and like the right, salivating yeah. or whatever. I wonder if that's really what happens with school is that it's like we all actually secretly love being there and going and learning and doing all the stuff, but we're all just conditioned to wake up early and just be like grumpy. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to do this. Right. And so then after like years of it, you like you settle into like the demeanor that it's like, this is not a good thing. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, like what if school was actually from like, s- like 10 a.m. to like 6 p.m.? You know? would, would it make a difference? <laughs> yeah, would it make a like, difference? Like, you just like, like wake up. You just got there at a regular time. Same exact day, just later. Just later, yeah. Would that make all the difference in the world? I don't know. I don't know. It feels like you'd have less time to do homework, or you'd probably end up just waking up early to do homework, which would then be stressful as well. Also, I feel like what would be what would make school so much better is way less homework. Mm, yeah, you know? I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. like the uh, the high school that we went to now. Uh, like when we were in school, we had like eight periods a day. Yeah. And I, one of those was lunch, I guess. So seven classes that you would take and then like a lunch period. And the thing that was always so difficult about that is like everybody had different electives, you know, different like um, tiers of, you know, are, are you taking like AP you know, uh, calc versus, um, like pre-calculus or something like that. Like people, people progress at different speeds and stuff. And so like the teachers uh, try as they might to like coordinate so that you don't end up like all having like a test on the same day or, or taking like, like a language, a foreign language, for example, it's like, Oh yeah. Spanish four students have a huge exam on Friday. So like the, the pre-calc teachers try not to like have that land on the same day. But then that means if it's on Monday, then those people taking like German three, they have a huge exam that day right you know so it's like it was so difficult for anybody to ever like i don't know but if you had like three exams on one day it's like i'm just gonna not do as well on one of these Uh, because i can't study for three so much (laughs) um but now they do like block scheduling so they have like you know four classes four classes a day yeah but that has always seemed so much better to me because you could have like a lecture and then you could have like homework you know, yeah, but, but like the homework can literally be like I lectured now practice for 45 minutes. Right. And it's like, you know, if you don't like well, you'll turn this in tomorrow. So just do it now while you're here while you're here. And you also yeah. still have like the teacher who can, yeah, come, yeah, over who and can help. come and instruct and help you. Yeah, it was just like it just seems so much better. This is like um, guy, you, t- you mentioned like learning a language and stuff. I remember seeing like some tweet about like high school one time where they were comparing their like teenager to like their adult life where it's like wouldn't like <laughs> wouldn't it be wild if like cuz like right now as we're recording this it's about noon so like wouldn't it be wild if like by this point today you had already like been outside playing kickball practiced another language and learned like precalculus yeah right you're right that's you know? true like, isn't that 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 is wild can you imagine if that was your morning already like yeah, you're you're it's yeah. so true it's i've already spent an hour today on learning practicing my spanish yeah you're oh my gosh it's yeah. so true yeah it's like it's like you're trying to pack so much information yeah it's like that's so much stuff but also it's like when i think about that it sounds like that sounds really appealing to me like now as a 34 year old like what a wonderful morning of learning that sounds like i know, you know because yeah. but like in school it's like everyone is like forced to take a language but i don't feel like anyone is like interested in speaking spanish it's like it's like you yeah you have to take a language because you're required to learn uh, yeah the basics I- of another language not because like Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to start learning Spanish so I can communicate with like a huge portion of the world. You know? Yes. Yeah. I think you're phrasing just for just for clarity. I don't think that you're saying that like nobody wants to learn Spanish. It's just like when you're in your classes and this is like being like put forth in front of you, it's not like your raw enthusiasm to seek out a new language. Yeah. It's so much more this like it's like something you 
have to do. Yes. And therefore, I just don't think that it ends up being as effective as someone who is actually like, I want to go and learn multiple languages so that I can travel the world and know people and yeah, you know, exactly. exactly. It's and so it's like now I feel like I would. And and I mean, we've, we've talked about this too, but you know, you go back to like your college years and every once in a while you'd have like that student in your class who had um, like graduated high school, maybe went out into the workforce and is now like in their later twenties, early thirties, something like that. And they've like finally reached the stage where they're like, okay, I'm going to go back and get like a college education. And they were just always, always far and away the best students by like a mile. Right. Cause you know, the, yeah, they, they are like, they have specifically chosen later in their adult life to come here and spend their time and money on this because they are very interested in exactly this subject. It's not just like, yeah, I, I had to take another gen ed. So here I am. I know. Yeah. 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 So it's like, now I'm taking anthropology because yeah, which is actually, this has been something that I've, I've looked back on as I remember taking anthropology in college as a class. And I remember like just absolutely dreading it. And I could never figure out why. Cause like the teacher was like super great. She was like one of these like professors who had actually gone out into the field and like done a whole bunch of stuff. And so she had like all these like personal experiences prescribed, like really good, like reading material about people who like went to like live with like specific tribes and sort of like how they were able to like rebuild language and stuff. And I have thought like so much since we've been doing this podcast, how much I absolutely enjoy the topic of like anthropology as yeah. like a like a topic of like just discussion that I find myself gravitating towards all the time, mm-hmm. and it's like apparently, <clears throat> unbeknownst to myself, I absolutely love this topic, but when I took it, I did not want to be there at all. Right, you know, and it's like, man, if only I had known like ten years ago, I would have probably like what like what what if I had shifted gears and approached the whole thing differently? Right, you know. It's like I maybe I would have just like maybe I'd be out there right now in the field, anthropizing, anthropizing. Yeah, probably <laughs> the study of humans, populations. How do we do things? Why do we do things? Yeah, these are the questions. These are the questions, Ben. Speaking of why do we do things, that is going to bring me to uh, back to our hiking trip. Oh, hey, okay. From last week, boom. I like segue. Wow. A beautiful transition. So yes, I, I wanted to bring this up because <laughs> it it is. I feel like I I have I have made I have made a creation that people don't like, and oh. we talked about it a little bit. I think at the after show last week, or maybe during the live Q and A, but I don't think on the main episode. Okay. Okay. So, um, yesterday on Twitter, I was scrolling and I saw someone named Sung Wan Cho, who looks like they're a voice actor, say, hey, Twitter, reply to this tweet with weird food combinations that you legitimately enjoy. Bonus points if it's something that doesn't require a lot of prep slash cooking. I'll be trying some of them on a charity stream. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I saw this. I have the exact item that I'm going to post. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 feel like I already to. know exactly where you're going with this, exactly. too. Okay, yes. So, um, I responded to it with a picture that I sent you and Mike and John before our hike of some food that I was bringing on the hike. Yes. Yes. The picture, the food is this. It is a tortilla covered in peanut butter topped with pepperonis and then you roll all of that around a stick of um, string cheese. Yep. Yep. And it's that's like a, the it's yeah. It's like a really weird <laughs> pizza roll up that has inexplicably peanut butter peanut butter pepperoni pizza roll up yep okay yeah okay okay so i have this hilarious picture of it though like unrolled up so you just see the string cheese like laying across the pepperonis um now the backstory for this particular food item is way back in college uh, in my uh, freshman year, which is actually at Radford, uh, there was um, a program there called Are You Outdoors? And uh, one of the things they did was go on these like rock climbing trips. Yes. And so I remember uh, I was like, oh, this sounds really cool. Like this would probably be a good way to meet people. I don't know. I just signed up for it. I went like I was like I'm pretty much going by myself, but hopefully I'll meet cool people. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. And it was a really fun trip. And like we went out and did that. We were like, you know, there was a group of people, everyone, a lot of pretty much everyone. It seemed like went just by themselves and, you know, everyone kind of got to know each other. We did rock climbing. It was fun. So when there was another one uh, coming up, I was like, I'm going to go on another one. And the next one was an overnight trip. Ooh, a little bit trickier, right? So you, you could like rent tents and stuff and whatever. It wasn't like a big deal. Um, but 
So you're, you're sitting there around the campfire the night before, like before you're going to go camping. And I guess they're like, I don't know, quote unquote initiation or like if this is your first overnight trip with are you outdoors, then the uh, what you're what they make you do is they have uh, an everything bagel and you have to put some food from everybody like everyone brought their own food but everyone has to contribute some of their food to go on the bagel and then like eat it okay like, so it's just got like so, you know you get who knows what it's gonna be right so it's, it's like an everything everything bagel. it's like an everything everything bagel. honestly not not clever i, I got yeah. it that's like that's like a pretty neat like initiation <laughs> yeah so it was and it was just like whatever um you know i like everything bagels i'm a bagel person so they go through and i think like when it comes down to it it's like you know everyone just has like kind of camping food so Basically, I think what was on the bagel I had to eat at the end of it was like um, was like peanut butter and like, you know, some slices of, you know, sausage and some cheese and I think maybe some like jelly or something. Okay. And I remember just being like, oh, well, whatever. And I ate it and uh, thought like, you know what? It really it really actually was not that bad. Interesting. Like, you know, okay. it sounds like oh, peanut butter and like sausage, like, but it really it really was not. Okay. You know. Um, and so I remember, uh, I've always remembered that. And like, even going forward in college, sometimes like in the morning, I'd get a bagel and if they didn't have cream cheese, I just get peanut butter and I would just put it on there and whatever. It was very good. Yeah. Yeah. I would enjoy it. So anyway, leading up to our hike, I was looking at all these different camping foods and I saw someone put this exact thing, uh, as like a, like a, a food item they frequently brought backpacking. And I was like, Oh man pepperoni peanut butter yes haven't tried haven't had that since college <laughs> i was like this is such a slam dunk and it really is a good backpacking food at least like calorie wise because it is basically nothing but like carbs and fat and calories yeah it's, it's just a yeah it, and that was really the thing like when i saw it i was like i mean the, you're not wrong it's like it's like you know you've got the like the cheese the meat the peanut butter and the tortilla like all of which are just like super calorically like dense material yeah. so it's like not to mention i even like held the bag i think at one point in time that had your three roll-ups in it yeah and like, when you're looking at it it's almost like it doesn't look like much yeah but it, like, it's like i was like this is heavy it's <laughs> dense yeah it was dense and it's like you're burning calories non-stop out there so like calorie wise it's really good the obvious problem most people have uh getting to it is the the uh combination of the peanut butter i think and the pepperoni yeah, absolutely. specifically yeah, yeah, like yeah. they can't get over that hurdle like uh i can see the benefits i can't get over putting it in my mouth <laughs> well it, even that though because i was like my, my mind immediately sort of went through like a little bit of mental gymnastics because i was like you sort of need like that that like air quotes sauce you know, element to yeah. this particular item. And I was like, you are so close otherwise to just like pizza. Right. You know, but yeah, like, like if you just swap the peanut butter for like marinara sauce, you're basically at pizza, uncooked right. pizza. Uncooked, yeah. And yeah. so I was like, that is kind of like really funny because it's like, if you, I mean, that's exactly, it's like a deconstructed pizza basically yeah. or a somehow reconstructed or reimagined pizza mm -hmm. and um i was like so i do think my brain was sort of like well what could you use instead of peanut butter and it's like peanut butter actually is not like a like it makes sense why that is what you would use because you can spread it and it like it will still be good it will still sort of like hold its shape yeah like it, it like sticks it's, the wrap together exactly mm -hmm. yeah so it's like it's like the, the glue of the sandwich or whatever so i'm like yeah. okay okay i can like you can't you obviously couldn't use like something that would immediately go bad yeah <laughs> Somehow ketchup seems like it's closer to marinara and that also sounds, seems that like it somehow worse. seems worse. It does. It does. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, no, even though that's so close to just like tomato sauce. I know. Uh, anyway, but so, yeah, I responded to the tweet because I was like, this is perfect. It requires so little prep. It is a very unusual thing. And so I'm really I don't know who Sung Won Cho is. I've never watched any of their content ever, but I really, really hope that that this item ends up on their stream because I posted it and I've gotten nothing but absolute hate in the responses. Like I clearly understood the assignment, I think. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It's like like people, you, you definitely found the thing that that, that everybody was like, nope, that yep. can't be it. Yep. Yep. That'd be there's people that's like there's so many gifts. There's like, I don't there's a picture of you and it says like, I don't like it next to it. Oh. Oh, that's must awesome. be from Riley. Some people said, yeah, oh, it's the, the responses have been hilarious. It's like I have really offended people's better sensibilities with the peanut butter pepperoni cheese roll up. <laughs> and, well, and um, so anyway, 
the reason I did it was for calories. And I, I think everyone should try it. I think you're, I think you're all jumping to some conclusions and it's better than you think. I mean, there, there's no doubt in my mind that it's, that it's, it's one of those things, but like, there's also something to be said for like, I don't know, like the difference about how you are approaching your food when you are on the trail, when you're so very aware of the fact that like you are going to be just absolutely like annihilating the food that you put into your mouth. Like all of a sudden it becomes very obvious very quickly that like there is a difference between having like a lunch in the office, you know, where otherwise you're just kind of like stagnant throughout the day. And, you know, it's like, this is fine. This is like, I need, like, I am eating because I am like hungry and this will hold me over until like my next meal of the day, which will be this evening yep. where I will again be hungry and therefore eat something. This is like it, it, everything, everything you eat, you have to carry. And it means that if you have to carry it, it's like nothing can be extra. And then you're just like, and at the same rate, like I am carrying, I am carrying, you know, 30 to 40 pounds of weight on my back going up the side of a mountain in semi-hot weather yeah you know it's like you got to put all this material back and and like every like each piece that everything you consume just has to be as efficient as it can be yeah and that that is where i just think it got so interesting yeah because it's like it, it changes the format of the game a lot to where it's like maybe i don't really care so much about it being like my number one first choice of food but it's like it's a very effective kind of food right yeah it's like you're not it's not that like food is so abundant that you can just make food in a a regular enjoyable experience that this is like uh yeah i obviously i need food but i'm going to go several extra miles to make sure it is really really flavorful it's like you what you really need is because you're literally walking so many miles just pure energy exactly yeah Yeah. even (coughs) even before we got onto uh the call in here or, or not the call the the came in to record the pop we were talking a little bit about this exact thing and i was talking about how i learned very quickly that like on the trail like if we dropped like a gummy bear on the ground that like i was like i'm still probably just gonna eat that gummy bear. Yeah. like you know it's like i'm not terribly concerned about the fact that like it has some visible dirt on it mm-hmm. it's like i'm i'm kind of just a, like in a way that i wouldn't be you know if you're like on a city street it's like i'd be like much more concerned about what might be on the ground in the city street than i am like just dirt hey man dirt don't hurt precisely exactly probably most of the time we grow all of our food in dirt ben this is a good point this is a good right anyway though editor riley was like you guys had gummy bears on the trail and i feel like i could even it was funny because i was like i buy again mental gymnastics i was like i can see all of a sudden where this felt very obvious i think to me like like me and you and mike and john all had some measure of like a sugary gummy yeah melt in your pack piece of candy yeah um and it was like i had mine like in my like my hip pouches and it was kind of like you know you would walk and walk and walk and like we would like pause for like a water break or something and i would like you know drink some of my water and i would like literally eat like three sour patch kids you know and it was like i was like for sustenance you know like i mean for all i know it it was such a small amount or maybe like an excessive amount of sugar or whatever given the circumstances but it always felt like a nice like pick me up yeah that's not the worst no it's not the worst i mean it's just yeah it's just sugar it's just energy i always remember um there was an episode of good eats with alton brown where he was talking i think it was about donuts or something or i don't know if it was specifically about that but he holds up a donut at one point because he's trying to explain like the chemistry of like carbs and stuff and he's like look this is like not good for you but only because you're not moving nearly as much as the energy that is packed into this donut would require you to eat like this is great if you're gonna go run 10 miles but if you're just gonna eat it and then sit down it's bad right right (laughs) yeah and it's like that's kind of trail rules it's like yeah candy is a great it's just constant tiny little blips of energy because you're just you're you are immediately converting it that way oh my gosh well and this is so this is a kind of like a funny one for me too because i feel like typically the harder that i am like exercising then it also almost seems to like simultaneously coincide with maybe like the worse that i'm eating so uh like i for one am in like an exceptionally slow eater yeah um i tend and this was true like when we were kids like mom would like you know like have made dinner 
we would like the whole family would eat or whatever. And like, you know, you and Tyler would be off like doing whatever. And like mom might be like tidying the kitchen back up or something. And I would still be sitting there like eating my tacos, Mm -hmm. you know, like just by myself at the table. Like, right. And it wasn't like I was done. It wasn't that like, like whatever. I was just like slowly eating my food. Um, and so this has always been, I feel like this has always been true about me and, uh, for, for better or for worse. Um, but when we were getting like really into like mountain biking a couple of years ago, I found that like I was getting out on the trails and same thing as like our backpacking trip. It was like, I was using everything my body had and then some right like to the point where like i think i was like almost reaching like uh they call it like a bonk you know like that's where you oh just, yeah like, completely run out of energy entirely and so what i started doing beforehand is i would drive past the mcdonald's on my way out to the trail and i would buy like three sausage biscuits and while we were driving i would just be like how many of these can i eat by the time i get there right like 20 minutes from now and it was like my goal, my objective was to eat all three. Yeah. You know, it was like that is best case scenario because I also know that like once I'm out there, it's like I'm just going to tear through these things. Gotta go. And yeah, so it's I always thought it was funny, though, because it was like the thing that was probably marking me as like being healthy was like the physical activity, the getting up early. You know, you're out in like the cold, fresh air with your friends biking for, you know, several hours or whatever. But I was also accompanying it with just like the worst food I would eat that entire week. Right. Yeah. It's kind of funny how that works out. It's like I remember when uh, even I mean, I remember still still active. It's like when uh, but like specifically like when we started like going to the gym and like weightlifting and stuff, it was like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm getting so in shape. I'm feeling like really healthy. But then it's also just like You'd think like, oh, I'm burning so much, like I'm, I, I must be like, you know, uh, like losing fat or losing weight or something, or you know, I'll look different. But it's like what you don't realize is that yes, you are like certainly building muscle, but what's going to happen is that you're using all that energy, and now you're just really hungry all the time. Yeah. Like oh, so then you just eat more, <laughs> and then it feels like it balances out a little bit. <laughs> right, right, right. This, yeah. this is like one of those kind of maybe a, it's another piece of like juxtaposition between a characteristic and your perception of a person but like your classic like gym bro type like human yeah you know it's like they probably know more about the science of food than like i know about the science of like aquariums because like that is like their whole focus in life like everything that they're doing revolves around like the exact optimization that we're talking about for like trail food it's like they're like waking up earlier so that they can like eat a meal at the appropriate time relative to their workout so they'll also be hungry again to get enough food down at their second meal of the day like everything is like aggressively like coordinated it's like Mm -hmm. those guys who are like out there that like you see it's like you might have like your feelings about like that um like approach to life or whatever right but it's also like the they're meticulously yeah. like it's no putting, accident yeah. exactly it's like this is their hobby in a way that is like a lot deeper than yeah than you think than you think yeah, yeah. which is it, like yeah I've, I've heard people say like sometimes like oh i don't want to lift weights because i don't want to get like too bulky and i'm like yeah don't worry about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that, you're that, not gonna that, get that, you're not gonna get huge on accident right yeah. exactly yeah yeah it's like that that's you might get you might get like you probably get like healthy, yeah. you know, but it's like, I don't think that you will, you will not accidentally have, have the problem, which is most people's like primary goal. Yeah. Um, and, and if you do have such, you know, uh, predisposition or genetics or whatever to it, it's like, honestly, you might have, you might have something there. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, if anything, man. If anything, chase it. Cause that's go very, for yeah, it for its own reasons. Yeah. Popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip 
Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which, wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Anyway, uh, uh, shifting shifting gears, though, from, from weightlifting to something uh, maybe a little more popcorn culture- adjacent mm. uh we are officially into the fourth quarter of the year what? which means it is once again time it is once again time to announce uh the quarterly merch oh. for our patrons over oh. on patreon uh in case you are unaware <clears throat> each quarter of the year uh jay and i try to come up with a fun and clever piece of popcorn culture themed merchandise uh and th- it is we are making it specifically for p- people who support us at the uh exclusive merch tier on patreon uh it works out i think hopefully uh really well for everybody involved because one of the hardest parts about being like a content creator on the internet is estimating about how much you need to produce oh, of absolutely a, yeah, yeah of you a don't want to like overproduce something and then yeah then you just like lose money on it even though everyone got something they really wanted I, exactly like that's that's the thing it's like oh man like you know they they finally made that t-shirt but if you you either like undersell it or undersell it underproduce it and then don't have enough to go around or you make way too many uh and then you know like a, a lot of times when people are buying merchandise they're doing it in part to like support whoever it is that that they're buying that merch 
from. Right. And so, you know, if, if we don't make those estimates uh, correctly, then obviously it can sort of like sink into it. So what we have come up with is this quarterly merch tier over on Patreon. And what we try to do is um, really put like a lot of creative energy into what we come up with so that you're getting something that is really special and really cool. Um, we've done a lot of really fun stuff in the past. Like I've got, uh, if, you're, if you're watching visually, I've got like Fred, the one true cup, which was like a really beautiful like Yeti mug that had his popcorn culture like laser etched into it yeah we've also got uh, one, a, pre- a past one it's also sitting on the set here it's this lovely plush one true host trophy which makes me the uh the one true plush host the one t- yeah, yeah yeah absolutely absolutely honorary plush host yeah um <laughs> uh so we, we've done a lot of really cool stuff um and it, the vinyl record of course is one of the ones we've talked about a lot but for q4 of 2022 uh i'm really excited about this one i think it's going to be really cool um jay and i are going to be recording an exclusive one shot D campaign yeah. with the scb staff mm-hmm. um, so it's gonna be like a lot of fun to kind of get like everybody into like their career creative element and i will tell you what like the people in this office are the, the every single person here has their own brand and wit of humor and i am so stoked to see it come out yeah in, in this particular uh format so yeah i'm very um, excited to finally all this will be not only will this be like a one shot D thing it'll also be the first time ben and i have ever played D. i know which i'm also super jazzed like, about i have been very curious about playing for a very long time and i think i think you you've said this as well but it's like as much as i've watched other people play as many questions as i've asked about other people like how does it like how does it really work like what are the rules at and it's just like no one can really give you a straight answer about I, exactly how it works and my main conclusion here is that there's not really an exactly the way it works it's just sort of you really are just experiencing it exactly yeah yeah, yeah. it's like I, and i think that probably uh it, it'll be really fun i think to go and record that campaign because i do think it's going to make the hundreds of questions that I have asked about how D&D works all slowly like link together and I'll be like oh I'm starting to get it. Mm, prediction Ben is just going to become a DM after this. <laughs> I could I, I mean <laughs> it's going to go one of two ways I, I think I'm either going to like absolutely love it and be like okay that's it we're starting a D&D, that's a D&D, a D&D show. podcast let's go. That's next um, or, or it will be like I'll be so far in over my head and everybody's going to be looking at me and I'm just going to be like red faced and scared and worried and yeah just shivering in my skin mm-hmm. so who knows who knows okay there's a million different directions nah, it could it's gonna go. be great it's gonna be great tune in next year for ducks and dragons it's gonna be fun that yeah. is an amazing name <laughs> and i love it so much tm we, we i call dibs on it nobody else take it <laughs> officially looking for artwork um <laughs> No, so to go with the rest of uh, to go with the rest of the the digital campaign, which will just be a, a digital perk, which will come with the exclusive merch tier, will also be a dice set, which will be um, popcorn culture themed. Uh, so as you're listening to the episode, you can sort of have like a a physical element of. Uh, the show itself. Yes. Um, so I'm really excited about that because one of the things I have, I feel like I've just been drawn to and you as well, I know since we were like high school students is just dice. Oh, you know? absolutely. I think, yeah, I think in, in high school, I actually, I, I remember like ordering dice once upon a time. I had like a, a really, like a fun set of just like green dice. I had like a D20, I think. And, and like, I did not play Dungeons and Dragons or know anything about it at all. We didn't even play like a lot of tabletop games. It was just like dice, are just like something I have been attracted to. There's something like pleasing there about really them. Is. Yeah, it's it's uh like I remember learning in math class about like the golden ratio, and like our teacher gave us all of these like examples of like a Kit Kat bar like follows the golden ratio. Mm-hmm. So it's like it is like aesthetically pleasing because like it is actually somewhat like designed to be so. Like yeah. the shape of the Kit Kat is on the basis of like math. Yeah, uh, I think credit cards are also like a similar thing where it's like mm. they follow the same like proportional you know whatever it is um yeah. i feel like dice must have some type of like explainable reason why they are like like th- there's just something about them it's like, like i want <laughs> to like, better than regular cubes yeah exactly yeah. yeah like even like when we've gone to like cons and stuff like that in the past you like walk by all the dnd booths and it's like it's like i want to go and look at every single booth that is selling dice yes. and just like i want to touch them i want to hold them i want to like i want to like just 
there. It's so fun. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's so fun about it. It's yeah. like, yeah, because I think we did that. We were at um, RTX. Like, their floor was full of all sorts of, like, D&D things. And there would just be booths. It were just, like, walls of dice. And just like, oh, man, this is just so cool. And it'd be like, I would, you, I'd feel like you'd, I would hold them and be like, should we, should we buy them? And would be like, but to what end? And they'd be like, because then we'll have them. I don't know. I can, look, look. I like, can, what are you going to use them for? I don't know. I know. I don't matter. <laughs> Even as I've been like researching uh, for for this piece of of merch and like who will have like make them for us and, and all the rest, like I have gone down the absolute rabbit hole of like the coolest dice that exist out there. And like as I'm scrolling, I'm like, oh, I would get those. And insane yeah. thing, it's like it's like it's just like <clears throat> a picture that's like showing up, you know, like in the corner of like the Google search, and it's just like, hey, get these metallic holographic blah blah blahs. And I'm yeah. like. Yeah, need them, need them for sure. So anyway, I'm so excited. I hope I love playing uh, our one shot because then it will finally give me like an earnest reason to just like collect these things, just to collect and, dice and have them. But my collection will also begin with our very own popcorn culture dice. Uh, if you would like Boom. to get in on this particular uh, piece of quarterly merch, you can do so by signing up over at Patreon.com/popcornculture. It is the uh, $25 exclusive merch tier, uh, and if you sign up anytime between now and December 31st, you will be in on uh, this particular episode and uh, this exclusive episode uh, where Jay and I will be playing uh, the game and a set of popcorn culture themed dice. Yes. So uh, make sure you go sign up, get yourself some dice. They're going to be cool. It occurs to me, Ben, that we have now made uh, playing cards, a coin, and dice. So we're really just getting everyone. We've just got a lot of gambling paraphernalia going <laughs> around. <laughs> maybe what we're really doing, this is not true for what it's worth, but like maybe what we're really doing is like slowly building a board game and it's yeah. like one piece at a time yeah it's like like eventually it will be like well like the piece that we'll, we'll just be like hey the board is this month's right, quarterly yeah. merch option yeah welcome to our board game one night in vegas it's gonna be great oh q1 next year we're gonna have a roulette wheel what <laughs> <laughs> You know how when you were a kid you played with roulette wheels? No, uh, no. Actually, this, this I was I haven't thought about the dice in high school for a long time. But could I tell you about my luckiest dice roll? Oh yeah, absolutely. Please okay. do. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I had I remember I used to have this set of just like translucent green dice, and I I remember them. Yeah, yeah, they were like I would like have them in my backpack. I don't know. I thought I thought I was like well, yeah, this would be like a cool thing. I'll have this little token with me at all times or whatever. And um, once upon a time, uh, my uh u.s history teacher would do this thing called like in class rights where like you would get in uh get into class and he would present you with a writing prompt like um at the beginning of class and you had to turn into paper by the end of class okay really the worst days everyone hated them yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that's fair but uh at the very least at the very least he would give you a list of the potential topics it could be. So it was a very tricky way to make like, you're going to have to write a paper on one of these six topics tomorrow. So study all six things and you'll be fine or whatever. Right. I remember on one particular occasion, I don't know, I think I had to go to like the orthodontist or something. So I missed the in-class write and had to like make it up after school. Okay. Right. So or make it like, yeah, like the next day. So um, the way... Uh, like so the, in a way though i thought like ooh, this will give me like a little sneaky advantage because i can ask my classmates which prompt they got yesterday right and then i'll just study that one no big deal like and so that's exactly what i did i remember that it was there were six prompts and they got the number four and like the way he determined it was he literally stuck his head out the classroom and found someone walking in the hall and was like hey give me a number one through six and they said four and he was like all right this is the one you're doing wow right there so i remember i was like oh, i'm just gonna study this one all day so i got there and i was all ready to do it and i was ready to do my little in class right after school and uh he hands me the prompts and he's like all right hold on i gotta go i gotta go give you a random number it's not fair you might have been able to find out from your classmates which ones it was oh and i was like oh my gosh that is like dude you're gonna give me a different assignment from everyone yikes like that was so that was good but as it were ben happened to have my dice in hand at the exact moment and i was like oh i got a better way and i rolled it and it landed on four and he was like Good enough for me. No way. <laughs> yep. And I was like, whoa, that was lucky. <laughs> Holy cow. I mean, I mean, yeah. like one in six shot, but one still. One in six, like, yeah. I was like, whew, really dodgeable there. That was amazing. Gee, okay, okay. That is the yeah. luckiest That was a pretty roll. good that, one. That's a pretty good roll. <laughs> oh, man. 
Yeah, it amazes me like the the situations under this, like because you you talked about having like a, like a token that you carried yeah. with you, yeah, and like it occurs to me that like this is something that I have had like a like again like a like a gravitational pull towards just my whole life, yeah, like the idea of like having something on you that is just like it's like just a cool keepsake that you could potentially show somebody and they will also think it's cool. Um, I even remember in the, the hunger games, like the idea that like Katniss was able to like bring a pin in with her. I was like, that's awesome. Cool. Like I, there's nothing I want more than like a meaningful that, right. You know, like maybe it even falls into the same column of like satisfaction in my brain as, as like the um the tattoo the tattoo yeah. it's like it's like what i want more than anything is something <clears throat> that like means that much to me that it's just like that it's like not only is it awesome looking because it's a mocking j pin but it's it's got deep significance right you know it's like yeah. it means it means something and people recognize me for it yeah exactly it is associated with me right so yeah. like <clears throat> I, the the dice you're absolutely right uh i feel like this was this was like your you're a big one for a while. When I was in high school for a long time, I had uh, belt buckles. Oh, yes. And yeah, got, you did. Like, uh, you had like belt buckles one year. Then you had like hoodies one year. Yeah. 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 I was so, uh, like, I feel like every year I sort of had like a, like a shake up and like my, my branding. Right. Was, like, yeah. What's, what's going to be like my. Well, I think that makes like, me stand out right now. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, like in your mind, you're like really build this thing up. Like everyone's really going to notice this and this is going to set me apart. And it's like, does anyone, did, did people? I mean, I feel like the belt buckles are pretty. Pfft. The belt buckles yeah. was definitely like one of those because I had like, you know, I had one that was like a dry erase board. And I think people thought that was just like absolute because it's like a little right. marker. Yeah. Like, like snap right into on it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I had like the like the scrolling like LED. You're like a marquee. Like a marquee. Yeah. So you're like, 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 hey, how's it going? Um, I had Batman. I had one that was like a spinner. I feel like yeah. I wore that one the most. The yeah. one that was like a spinner because I would. Uh, it was like it was like a, a fidget <clears throat> toy before fidget toys had been invented. Right. So like I would just like literally like you know just spin it spin it yeah uh so that was super fun i hope mom still has these somewhere surely she i does. remember yeah they would all sit in like this big uh basket in your room i know yeah, yeah. but it's like yeah it's such a thing because like you don't really need belt buckles as a high schooler for anything so not really yeah yeah i mean they, they were, definitely, were fun it, it, yeah i would always find this to be the case it would be like i would like crack the seal people would like get to know me for it and then i was like well now i just gotta like i don't want to let anybody down yeah people would ask me though yeah like, i even had teachers that like walk in and they're like which one you wearing today? Bam. Uh, that made me feel special. I feel like everyone is kind of doing this in their own like secret in like their own internal way. Yeah. In some way. Like like our friend Mike would just never wear pants, you know, all shorts all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All <laughs> shorts all the night. Sorry. He wore pants. Yeah, you know, he, we just he, they he were just not like long tubes across me, all of your legs. <laughs> Denim tubes. Yeah. But Mike just wore shorts. All year round, no problem. I remember, uh, and it was just like, yeah, what? Uh, it's not cold outside. What's the big deal? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like this is. Uh, I'm just wearing shorts. He, yeah. That was. It was so funny too because he was. He was one of the the few students at our high school that like lived close enough to the school itself that he could walk there. Yeah. So I mean, it was. I mean, you're talking like maybe two tenths of a mile. Like it was not far, but like it was. It was even one of those things where it's like not only did he wear shorts, but he also like walked to school. Yeah. You know, it was like. I was like, it is cold though. Yeah. Like, like you, like you must be cold. But it was, it was such a weird badge of pride. Yeah. I think that it was like, it was like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm the shorts guy, man. I'm, I'm the wear pants. Guy. Yeah. Um. So that was always, that was always really funny. Uh, I'd be curious to know like what other people's version of this thing is. Yeah. Like, what is the thing that like you sort of like, you kind of like started one day got like enough like recognition for it that like it was it like sort of like compounded into like being woven into the fabric of like who you are yeah as a person right yeah Hmm. i feel like sneakers are probably one of my recent ones for sure me as as i've as i've gotten older as an adult i also this was not something that like i really like bit hard into but i do remember as an elementary school student uh i had i did have a token that I carried oh, with me. What yeah. was it? So I we used to have a store in uh in Roanoke, Virginia called CMT. Oh and yeah. It was like it was a really like odd and cool and fun place because like it was it was like a store that was there for like sporting goods. Yeah, sporting goods store. Yeah, but like not only did they do they had like a rock climbing wall and they sold like winter jackets and they did like ski rentals and stuff like that but then they would also like make like jerseys and stuff like that for 
teams that like might need them for like rec league soccer mm, right, or, yeah. or whatever, like a, like a local kickball team. But in addition to that, they also did uh, like trophies. So like in one area of the store, you could like walk through and they would have like all the various like, you know, at the end of like your your soccer uh, season yeah. or whatever, like everybody would get like the little trophy with like the golden soccer figurine on top. And it's like this is like where the coaches, I guess, would go to like figure out like which one they were going to do for that season and I don't know, whatever. Um, so, but it was interesting to me that like I was at the place that sold those things. Yeah. Because I do always remember as a child being very excited on trophy day. Oh, I mean, like, you get this brand new shiny thing. It's basically like getting treasure. It's basically like <clears throat> getting treasure. Yeah. And that is pretty much what I discovered while I was at CMT on this particular occasion. Cause we were there, uh, you know, just buying, I don't know, like a winter jacket or something. And I remember walking through the trophy area and like my eyes were just like as big as, you know, you could imagine. Yeah. It's like, like, wait a minute. Wait, I've been, I've been playing 10 to 12 soccer games a season to get one of these and you can just come buy the treasure. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> these are just available yeah. for purchase I at would, any time. Mom, I would like this trophy, please. <laughs> well, so pretty much that's what happened. Um, <laughs> there was uh, this like golden key and it's, it's oh, the type of thing yeah. that like maybe uh, like, you, you know, how, like sometimes like people are like are awarded like the key to the city yeah. um, as like a, like a mark of like recognition or something <clears throat> like that. Um, I imagine that this was a very similar type of thing, except, I mean, it was, it was maybe like five inches long and it was, it didn't open anything, obviously, yeah, obviously. but it was just a bright gold key. And I think it cost like $4. Right. And I was like, mom, can I get this? And she was like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, <laughs> no, what? And I remember I called it a key to the odyssey. <laughs> Which, what I, is the I Odyssey? Have, I have absolutely no. I don't. I don't know. I never knew this. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, my I got the key to the Odyssey, and so I remember I would like I would keep it in my backpack at all times, uh, just in case, yeah, just in case I needed the key. You're to gonna the find the chest. As a kid, I just really thought that I was. I. I. It was way too baked into me that you could be the chosen one, and I was like, I just want to be ready, you know, like. <laughs> Just in case. Oh, man. I don't think I've said that out loud in like like 28 years or something. Wow. Um, key to the Odyssey. The key to the Odyssey. But I remember I would like... I, I would feel like, like I know what the name of the episode is. I know. <laughs> I, I So I would I would go and uh, like I had it in like the bottom zipper pouch of my backpack and I remember like it'd be like a recess and I would like go and I would like put it in my pocket and like I'd be out at recess and I would like just like, like check it out. <laughs> Y'all don't even know. Behold. I got like a really special out object here yeah that was the that front zipper pouch on your backpack it was like it was like trinket central it's where you kept yeah, the cool you kept stuff. all the cool stuff your yeah. token oh my god oh man now i'm thinking i i, I also had like yeah a, a zipper pouch on my backpack that had all the trinkets yeah, what was in yeah. yours oh man i remember like once upon a time dad came back from one of these like trips clearly i so often as an adult i realized that like when mom and dad would come back from suit like trips with souvenirs it was like oh yeah we gotta get the boys something <laughs> airport gift shop airport gift shop there was like there would always be such random things you know like i think i had some like uh, they, they had some little thing that like you you it was like a little it was a stone and it was flat on one side and rounded on the other and you could spin it one direction but if you tried to spin it the other way it would just go like and like wobble and oh, not I, do I it i remember that oh thing. my gosh i would just blow people's minds with that at school be like watch this other way no way <laughs> i was like what but like, why that's a little like popper thing once upon a time i have no idea where this came from i had this like we me and one of my friends just like found this ring uh once upon a time and the ring, <laughs> the, the it ring. was it was it was made of this like black metal, and then it was like set in it was this like tiny little crystal ball. Um, <gasps> do you remember this? I do. Yes, I haven't thought about this ring in forever. I think it must have lived in my backpack for like eight years, and I was just like, I'm. I was so certain I was gonna learn lose it someday, and and um, I, I like I obviously I eventually did, but like every year it was like a, a real like victory that I had managed to. Hold on to the ring for another year. The smokestone of the Odyssey. <laughs> they went together. <laughs> Obviously. Oh man. Oh man. That that is so funny. I do remember these objects now. They're like all coming like, like yeah, screaming back, barreling back. Man, this is. It's like I don't know if I. It like tears me in half a little bit because I'm like excited to remember them and I'm also like I can't believe these have been such untouched memories for so long. I know. Yeah, I haven't thought about that ring in a long time. What would happen to it? Yeah. 
Maybe maybe it's just out there. It's just out there. Waiting man. on its new master. Waiting on its new master. I know. <laughs> oh man. The funny thing is is like what if it was just like literally, you know, like a um like a like a like a dime store. No, like you put the quarter in the machine and yeah. like spit it out or oh, whatever. Very well could have been. You know, but it's like to say. somehow some way this thing ended up having like unexpected meaning to uh, Exactly. Yeah. That's what's so funny about it. It's like it that that one in particular like it wasn't made of plastic. It wasn't made of metal and it did have like a uh, like a, I don't know, a, a, a spherical piece of glass in it. Right. Like it, I could see it just being like some kid, like something you give to like a kid for like, oh yeah, this is like a, an early piece of jewelry you could wear. Sure. You know, or, or who knows, maybe it was some family keepsake that what are the teachers lost at school? And oh my gosh. Can it, you, you know? imagine? Can't imagine. Yeah. Who's to say? I'll never know. I'll never find it again. Uh, that'd be quite if I, if it, if I come across it, in some box of junk in my house one day, you guys are going to hear about it, but I doubt it. Oh man. It'd um, be a, we should put it on the set. If yeah. So. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Along with the key to the odyssey. <laughs> the key, the key, I wonder if it's somewhere. I want to go home now to my old to like my childhood bedroom and just like dig through the closet and see what's in there i bet it's there i I I bet the key exists i hope so and if not i bet you could replace it for about four bucks (laughs) (laughs) unlike the ring oh my gosh yeah that that's the real exclusive merch everybody gets their own key to the odyssey (laughs) it's just a golden key who would be upset? I don't Who hate it. Who would be upset? I don't hate it. Oh, man. Oh, but after the roulette wheel. Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, naturally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To go with the rest of our game. Like exactly. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of The Pop. This has really been a, this has been a fun one, I think, personally. Ooh. If you have any feedback for us about what your token in uh, your early years, or even just... Even this, now. Even now. Like, is there something that you carry on your person that is not practical in any way, but you have it, like, for the sake of, of like, the potential moment that it's going to be like, flourish! Yeah. Here is my, <laughs> here is my object. Yeah. Oh, man, I would I would absolutely love it. Um, yeah, be sure to send all of your thoughts or you know opinions or anything you have to say to uh, popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Otherwise, if you would like to get in on that quarterly merch, again, we're going to be having uh, a popcorn culture themed dice set that will go alongside a um, exclusive digital episode of uh, Jay and I playing our first ever one shot D&D session, which I think is just going to be a hooting and hollering good time. Oh, yeah. Um, that is the $25 tier over at Patreon. It's patreon.com slash popcorn culture be sure to go and check that out otherwise until next time pop pop when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply